Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical. Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello everyone, Poker and Politics here. Today I'm going to be talking about where Q's getting all of his great information from and also... Uh, there's an essay of the signs of fascism, and rule number eight, or sign number eight, is a perfect description of QAnon to AT. And the two issues meld together perfectly. So, uh, away we go. I think that Jim Watkins is listening to a lot of Alex Jones as of late. Um, I think this is clear because... I was listening to an episode of Knowledge Fight, and Alex, earlier this week, or, or, or last week probably, was lamenting that if Donald Trump does not start arresting his enemies, if Donald Trump does not start crushing the deep state, that the uh, deep state will defeat him in the 2020 election via voter fraud. They will steal the election from Trump. He will be defeated by... Uh, duplicitous means and be removed from power illegitimately by the global satanic pedivore ring. And so Alex makes this proclamation and then a little while later, suddenly Q is doing a Q drop where he's got a picture of an American flag and he's freaking out and he's screaming and yelling that we rise or we, or we die. It's, um, this is it. The The game is on the line now. Uh, American flag thing. D's in coordination with D and F assets have launched, as known, a full-scale insurgency attack against the people of the United States in an effort to regain power by any means necessary. All assets deployed. Current landscape coordinated and deliberate events to impact. In rig election. P election. I love that. I love the dumb jargon of Q. War, all ca uh, war, all capital letters. The future of our nation is, or our republic is at stake. Survival as a nation, we rise or we die. We, the people, Q. So, I mean, the thing about this that's so funny is Q has literally spent years laughing at the deep state, laughing at the Democrats, mocking the cabal. If you read any QAnon promoters' uh, posts over the years, it is 
arrogance. It is hubris. It is mocking. It is rolling their eyes at the idea that the deep state could even mount a challenge to the great and powerful Q, the mighty and unstoppable Q. And so you have this years and years of arrogance, of swagger, of we have it all, of patriots in control. And suddenly the switch got turned. Suddenly the deep state could win this thing. Suddenly everything that Q has ever done could be undone just like that. Just before you even could like, figure out what was going on, boom, Q ain't the man anymore. He's, he's, he's defeated, and the deep state are back in charge of America and the world, and we're all going to worship Moloch sooner rather than later. And it's really hilarious that this is the case. And now the reason why this is the case uh, is that no matter what any... QAnon person will tell you, no matter how confident, how assured they are, everyone gets nervous going into a presidential election or any major election. People get nervous because if they don't want to lose, they want to win. It's like getting nervous before your team plays a big game of football or baseball or hockey or anything. I mean, it's a, if it's a big event and a big moment and your side is going out there to fight a battle you might be very confident you're going to win, but until the win is achieved, you're a little nervous. And that's just the way it works. And I feel like Jim Watkins, who, again, in the leaked uh, chat logs with hit with a former uh, guy who helped work on Aidquin with him, Fred made it clear that he thinks that Trump's going to lose and that QAnon will dissipate and melt away after November and that he won't deal with it anymore. And it's really not helping him make any money on the site because the promoters of QAnon keep people away from 8kun as best they can because they don't want their audience to know that you got to go buy the folders for the fetish porn and the Nazis to get to Q. Because it kind of hurts the brand when people see that kind of stuff on their way to get the decodes and the top secret information from the super secret spy guy. So I think Jim is pretty uh, nonplussed with the whole thing. And also I think he just realizes that uh, this might be over. Well, he thinks, incorrectly he thinks, that this thing's a done deal and that if Trump loses in November, uh, Q's are done for, which I think is not true in the slightest. I think that Q can very easily keep the ball rolling, but the damage that will have been done will be uh, severe. And it'll be very interesting to see how Q spins it, if Q even tries to. Because if, uh, if and when Trump loses, things are going to get really spicy really fast for them. But uh, it's it, it just really struck me as odd that after all this time, now suddenly Q's worried. And Q's worried in a way where they're freaking out, and they're freaking out their followers. But I think that this is just a way to try to draw more attention, more interest, more uh, 
excitement. Because what makes a story compelling is the possibility that the protagonist will fail. And we know, because we've seen enough movies and we've seen enough TV shows, that generally speaking, the protagonist will not fail. The protagonist will succeed. But you got to have that doubt. you got to have that worry that maybe this time Spider-Man won't save the world, that maybe this time Superman will die, that you got to do something. And speaking of Superman, I mean, he was for long periods of time a very boring character to write because he was invulnerable and he would just crush everybody. And they had to create fantastic McGoracle characters to give him a challenge and give him a run for his money so that it would be... Uh, plausible he could lose and he'd be more exciting and as a result like characters that had less power than superman were more compelling because batman's just a guy but uh so he could lose technically but as a result of that the possibility that this mortal man might get shot and die makes him more interesting he makes him uh more human more relatable and that's the thing is that through this election Q would be weird. I mean, Q, Lord knows what they're going to do, but it would be weird if Q was just this hyper-arrogant, we got this in the bag, it's a done deal, no problem, we're going to win. I think both for a viewership standpoint and uh, also go out get out the vote thing, which I think this QAnon has been all about getting Trump votes for the re-election. Uh, I think painting this as a terrifying harrowing battle that could end in annihilation for the world if we lose I think that's a better way to get a uh, QAnon supporter to go out to the polls and put their vote in the ballot box because if they were told this is in the bag and it's a done deal and Biden sucks and there's no way he can win that could breed complacency that could breed people staying home because man what do we care Q team's got it under control the only way he, Biden could win is by rigging the election, and that won't happen because Q-Team said it won't. And then, waka waka, Biden wins. Oh, no. So, I mean, I think that this is a very obvious uh, both electoral ploy and uh, ploy for uh, attention and interest to suddenly start talking about how the deep state could win this thing. Oh, no. And this ties in with uh, Umberto Eco's uh, Signs of Fascism and sign number eight, self-humiliation. The followers must feel humiliated by the abstentious wealth and force of their enemies. However, the followers must be convinced that they can overwhelm the enemies. Thus, by a continuous shifting of rhetorical focus, the enemies are at the same time too strong and too weak. This is QAnon to a T. This is what they're always about. Everything is about their impending victory, followed by three stories about how the Cabal has done something terrible and nefarious, and they're flaunting their power and their absolute disregard for morality and their hatred of us, the normal people of this earth. And don't you just hate those awful cabal people and they're baby eating they're murder committing this is how QAnon operates it is in a constant state of mocking and hating Hillary Clinton while at the same time fearing 
and just seething with impotent rage at her continued existence and the fact that she's not in jail and that it just seems like this that we will never find justice we will never have victory but also nothing can stop what is coming and we have it all and patriots in control yet at the same time we're just constantly told about how Bill Gates is going to forcibly inoculate us with a tracking chip and we're going to be controlled by the New World Order. And you just watch them. You watch any timeline of any big Q promoter and you'll see it. You'll see the swings. You'll see the shifts from just arrogant, cocky, uh, we're winning, you're going down, we hate the deep state, to just throwing their hands up in exasperation and being like, oh, I can't believe the deep state did this. Those no-good so-and-sos pulled one over on us yet again. And it's this battle. It's this back and forth. It's this constant conflict between the two sides that never gets addressed because it's like you do realize that... Um, at some point, Q is supposed to win and win decisively. Q is not supposed to be losing all the time. Or, more bluntly, Q should not be in a perpetual state of stasis. Q should be able to achieve their means. And when anyone tells you that, uh, oh, we can't go too fast, people will freak out, blah, blah, blah. They're lying, and they know they're lying. But they have to keep believing this, or else they have to give up on QAnon completely. Joe M., our hero of the podcast and in all your hearts, Joe M., he posted a long tirade about how... Uh, Tulsi Gabbard was going to be the Democratic nominee for president because Trump was going to have all the other Democrats arrested for their innumerate crimes and uh, put in jail and the only woman left standing would be Tulsi and she and Trump could have an honorable uh, campaign and debate about the finer points of liberalism versus conservatism and Trump would win crushingly in the end, but at least we would be able to like kind of reset the boundaries of normality and decency. We would be getting America back to its roots and uh, re restoring faith in our glorious republic and all that happy horse shit. And Joe's forgotten about all that. He doesn't talk about it anymore because now all these people talk about is how the Democrats are going to pull a fast one at some point and get Biden out of there and get Hillary or Michelle Obama in play. And they do this because Joe Biden is boring. He's old and a guy and he's white, which is what Donald Trump is. And they know that Biden isn't a flaming liberal. He's not a crazy socialist. He's not a Bernie Sanders type. He's the definition of a centrist. He's a moderate. He's in the middle of the Democratic Party. He's a dude. And it just doesn't do anything for them. They don't feel anything. They don't get their dopamine hit off of hating Joe Biden. 
the way they would. Oh God, the way they would if they could have Hillary back in there running against Trump again. They would live for that. Or Michelle Obama, because again, that would just lead to all the hideous transgender uh, bullshit and just them being absolute troglodyte scum. And they don't have it. They just don't have it because Biden's a bro and they don't know what to do with themselves. They really don't know exactly how to handle Joe Biden. They don't know how to address the problem and the issue that is a generic Democrat running against Donald Trump and they don't have like two decades of just burning history and hatred to throw at him. They don't have this endless series of scandals and and tawdry events and all kinds of other hullabaloo to potentially uh, pick up as a sword to slice this guy with. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And between him and their fear of this election and the fact that they're just having this movement receive more and more exposure and more and more sunlight going on it. The uh, lady Perkins in Oregon, who's going to be running for Senate and getting a, a bit of press about being a QAnon supporter. <sighs> These people think they want attention. They think they want their story to be heard. They have no idea how laughable they are. And I mean, some, some of them might. I mean, some of them, I think, understand that the best place to be is kind of uh, second in line in the conspiracy crazy train. Because when you uh, soar like Icarus and you get too close to the sun, that's, that's when things go wrong. That's when things go bad. Alex Jones was running his grift. He was doing a really good job with it. And then he got too big for his britches. And he started throwing his weight around in ways that uh, became legally damaging for him. He started going after the wrong people with too public a megaphone and resulting in defamation and uh, other fun little lawsuits that the man's dealing with right now. And that's what can happen to you if you are uh, too big, too famous, and you get yourself in a spot where you have to answer for what you're saying. And I think the Jordan Sathers and the Praying Medics and the Dustin Nemoses, 
of the world and the pamphlet anons and the X-22 report guy, all these guys, they want to just stay a little under the radar. They want to just keep to where they are in their little kingdoms and run their scam as best they can. And they want to tell their audience that they're growing the movement, that they're building something that can't be stopped and we are going to save America and take over the world and blah, 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 blah. And I don't think they actually mean that or truly want it because the more people look at you when this kind of stuff is going on, the more you have to answer for the stupidity of all this stuff, the more you have to answer for the fact that the narrative of QAnon is constantly weaving in and out between assured total victory and a struggle and a battle for the soul of America that could be won or lost at any given moment. And you have to, and between that and all the just dumb shit, like the JFK Jr. stuff, the time travel, the adrenochrome, all of it, all that stuff. You, If you are a QAnon promoter, a QAnon pusher, you don't want to have to get pinned down on any of this stuff. You want to talk about these things in very vague and open-ended terms. You want to keep things blurry and fuzzy because if you keep things, if you get make things so that they're like kind of serious and that you actually are pinned down on an issue, then then things go really badly for you. Then things end up leading you to say really stupid, shitty things in public. And that, it's not good. Nobody wants to do that to themselves. Everybody wants to look good when they are in front of a camera and they're talking to people about whatever it is they believe in. They do not want to become an age, and they want to become, they don't want to be ridiculed. They don't want to be mocked. They don't want to be insulted. They don't want to look foolish. And... You really can't help it with QAnon because once you get past level one, which is we're just all about helping people think for themselves and the fight corruption in the government. We think Donald Trump's a great guy for the job. Well, then why do you need QAnon? You can just do MAGA for that. You can just wear a red hat and go to Trump rallies and you've already got all of that. What's QAnon do for you? Oh, he's got secret insider information. Like what? Like, Hillary Clinton was going to be arrested. Like, uh, July 2018 was when the world would know the truth. Um, What is the secret information that Q is supposed to be giving you? What is he supposed to be telling you? Why is it so important that you follow him? And explaining that, trying to justify and rationalize why you follow Q, is a great way to look like an idiot. It's a great way to get dunked on because you have nothing when you're using Q as your source. You have nothing when you say that Q is the uh, entity that is providing you with your top secret information because there's no there there. The, The well is empty when it comes to Q and actually giving people real actionable information and uh, knowledge. Hell, most of the stuff that Q does is just listening to his fans and then 
giving them credit. He's saying, hey, that guy, he said something that was uh, pretty on point. So uh, you should all listen to him. Yeah. I'm going to ret- I'm gonna post his tweet in a queue drop, and he'll be queued, and everyone will be very happy about it. Because that's the way Q operates. He's just incredibly lazy. And now, apparently, incredibly panicked. Even though QAnon themselves would be like, he's not panicking, he's not freaking out. Q is solid and steadfast, and he's going to carry us to victory. We believe in Q. Well, uh, good luck in November, guys. Good luck with, I don't know. <laughs> By November, we could have 200,000 dead and a, and a quarter of the country unemployed. So, I mean, hey, could be better uh, conditions under which to run for president, but uh, who am I to say? I mean, I'm not a political genius like our president, Donald J. Trump, so uh, I'll leave it to them, the best and brightest of America, to figure out how to thread that needle and get four more years. Uh, Let's go to the questions. I have 11 comments here, so uh, hopefully there'll be some good questions. Uh, the Red Pen, uh, one of my longtime followers, a very good egg, as it were, says, I think I have a lead on where Q gets all his information from. You have a lead on Q's butt. Uh, well, uh, if you saw one of Jim's new posts, uh, Jim is uh, not apparently working on the waistline, as it were. Uh, I say this as a fellow fat American, so uh, I am not fat shaming him. I'm just stating the fact that he, like I, is morbidly obese and... Uh, we could both get on the stand to get on the treadmill sometime soon. I have been walking more recently, but again, because I'm fat, uh, I managed to really uh, make my knee very angry at me uh, recently. Yesterday, the uh, walk home on my uh, on the bike path that I was walking on, uh, my knee was barking. It was uh, not fun. I was uh, I was limping like a pirate. It was uh, not a good scene. And, and it's really very humiliating when uh, women who are 20, 30 years older than you are just walking up and down the bike path, not a care in the world, just living the life, chatting, having a good time. And you're sitting there pulling up lame, debating if you want to like try to walk off the bike path to the actual road and call an Uber to get that last half mile home because, God, it hurts and you don't know any better. But... I toughed it out. I was I was a very brave. I was a, well, I was a bike path soldier, <laughs> like uh, like those brave anons, typing away on their keys. The digital soldiers that they are, those glorious warriors, and th- and I uh, taking inspiration from their noble courage of posting in- inarticulate and factually incorrect memes with fake quotes on them. I I took that resolve into my heart and I uh, gutted out the remainder of my walk and then I took today off because my knee is still bothering me and uh, this is a lesson to all of you uh, don't get woefully out of shape in the first place because then this kind of stuff won't happen to you and if you're already there well you like me need to dig our way out so we'll try to figure it out put two and two together at some point uh AIS Mallard or Mallard says Q's flip between patriots are in charge and the deep state somehow constantly pulling off these ridiculous stunts is very rule eight. Have you done a SoundCloud episode on Q and fascism? It seems like a topic worthy of a deeper dive into. 
Uh, yeah, that definitely would be a very uh, good episode. The thing is, is that it is incredibly obvious that Q is authoritarian. It is uh, militaristic. It is incredibly un-American on its face because you talk to them and they tell you that they want their enemies uh, tried by military tribunals and then executed in Guantanamo Bay or jailed. And when you ask them why military tribunals, they just scream something about corruption. That Like, civilian courts can't be trusted. Corruption. Well, what's corrupt about them? just, Just corruption. That's it. That's all they got for you. And they don't want the rule of law. They don't want the Constitution adhered to. They just want their enemies killed by any means necessary. They just That's all they want. They just want Hillary and Obama and Comey and all the rest of them to just hang at Guantanamo for their crimes because they haven't won enough. Trump winning the election did not do enough for them. As happy as they are to like like laugh at you and say, he, he's your president, ha ha. As happy as they are to dunk on you, the dunk doesn't get them their dopamine hit. The dunk doesn't do it for them. I mean, literally, Q started up a year after Trump won election, and what was he, what was he talking about? Hillary Clinton going to jail. Q was just a reiteration of the lock her up chant. That's how he started. He was literally starting off by saying, lock her up, lock her up. That's it. I mean, they just they just want their enemies to suffer even more than they already have. They cannot suffer enough. And after they kill the first batch of them, they'll need to kill a second batch and a third. They will never stop. Their bloodlust and their hatred will never be satiated. It's uh, it's dark. It's bleak. It's grim. It's a horrible uh, way to live your life. It's not good. It's not good at all. Uh. Lorraine and Ted, PhD, uh, quietaustralians.org. I love you too. You're the best. Uh, Ted wants to know, wants to understand the link to the Watkins family business. Why Q works exclusively through Jim and Ron? I think at the start it was a troll, and they really didn't think it through, as it were. And I even think when the second team probably got it from the first team that when they did the whole thing where they said no outside comms, I think that was more of an attempt at the moment to uh, keep the Q brand, the Q identity, under the control of the people that were operating Q at that time. And they wanted to make sure they had exclusivity to it. But the problem was, is they were marrying themselves to uh, the Watkins boys and their website. And this meant that now the Watkins had power in the situation. And I feel like that when 8chan went down, that whoever had the account, if they either got in contact with the Watkins or if the Watkins guys were just like, you know what, uh, screw it, we don't even care. Because when Aikun came back, when Aikun came online, Q was just sputtering and flailing, and he was just dumber, less articulate, more Fox News watching even than ever before. And 
the quality of the writing was really low. Like the, the and that's the thing that's really strange is like this, the whole we rise or we die thing. It feels like it had a little more effort in it. It feels like someone actually uh, tried. So I mean I don't know if Jim is putting his back into it and trying a little bit, or if he outsourced the drops to somebody at this point, but. Because Q is tethered to Aikun, there's no way that anyone who honestly follows the movement wouldn't think that Jim Watkins has a huge hand in QAnon and at this point I think is writing or at least directing how the drops are written because this is something that at the very least, even if the Q pushers keep people away from the site. It's something people know Aid Kuhn for. They they know that's oh that's the, that's the place where that guy that runs the conspiracy theory posts. It's something that gets attention. It's something that is an is one of the one of the only known quantities of uh, Aid Kuhn that isn't just like outright terrifyingly bad. I mean, like you could have a misunderstanding about the nature of Q and QAnon and think to yourself, oh, it's the online guy who does the thing and he tells people to think for themselves. The rest of QAnon is pornography and lolliporn and Nazis and just incredibly awful racism. And like those things, there's really no uh, gray area. There's no middle ground on that kind of stuff. That's just bad. So, uh, knowing what Q brings to the table for them, he's kind of, in a way, the most the thing that can appeal most to the mainstream of America because the rest of it's just so atrociously bad, and like no one who wants pornography would go directly to Eight Coon for their pornography. Uh, pornography is a very big market in America and the world and there's plenty more websites that have lots of high quality pornography for you to view before you'd be like man you know I need some porn I'm gonna fire a bait coon that's that's the place I go to get all my porn what they have there is really weird niche porn which is creepy and awful and a fetish and you have to have that fetish to want to go to that site uh, everyone is uh, talking to me not giving me questions notorious internet provocateur says sounds seems like you're still listening to me I have no idea who uh, notorious internet provocateur is but if I'm listening to you uh, I am apparently uh, in your debt as it were so uh, glad that you are my thought leader who's helping me out here. And uh, I do see that uh, he has breaking 911 and uh, Donald J. Trump retweets on his uh, Twitter page. So I'm thinking uh, maybe me and him are not on the same team. Oh, he's got a Candace Owen retweet. That's a good sign. Yeah, so me and... Uh, me and uh, my good boy here, a notorious internet provocateur, probably don't see the eye to eye on a lot of issues. So, uh, if I'm listening to him, I'm listening to him. 
And uh, finally, Paul resists from London, Blue Wave, vote Biden 2020. Great uh, screen name, sir. Says, uh, so are you a fascist then? Is that what Q represents? Extreme right-wing fascism? And uh, the first one, no. The second one, yes. And the third one, also sadly, yes. So uh, that's the Q&A. That's the podcast for this uh, glorious uh, Thursday night going into Friday morning. So you'll probably all be listening to this on Friday or later. I will be back late Sunday night into Monday with another podcast. Don't know what I'll talk about. Might bring up the Titanic for a little while. Then I might just talk about our burning world and the coronavirus and the race riots in Minnesota over the police brutality. And you've got a lawyer in Minnesota going, Hey, look, I know the video looks bad, but hey, sometimes people just die when cops murder them. And you can't uh, try the cop for a crime because... Hey, that's not the way America works. Tough shit. Get fucked, people who like justice. America. So yeah, so you have that incredible ray of sunshine to look forward to. And uh, have a good weekend, stay safe, and I'll catch you all later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.